1: You
2: still got it. (laughs) It's your girl, Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And we are around Around the way way curls. Join us as we share our unique life experiences, aka tell all our business,
0: and explore both the profound and the profane. Because duality Duality is is a thing.
2: Yes, oh. Hey, girl. Hey. Oh, hi. Fancy meeting you here <laughs>
0: <laughs> hi, adulting is kicking my ass oh in a like <sighs> in a way that um it's kind of scary. I fucking so I live in Philadelphia, Philadelphia, if you do not know, is notorious for their predatory ticketing um practices. Mm. Philadelphia, if you, any reason they could put a ticket on your car, they are going they to ticket it. you the fuck up. You have, I know it to a T, if you have over three tickets, unpaid tickets, then they will boot your car. But if you have three and under, they won't boot your car. So the area that I live in is, um, right heavily regulated meaning there's lots of like hour regulations you can only stay in your spot for two hours before you have to move and it's all over the neighborhood so those ticketers are everywhere
2: child but wait don't you have a you don't have a parking thing you don't have to move your car since you live there i don't i don't I
0: it's but when shit expires is when it gets tricky it's when it gets tricky So then, you know, I'm I look at my dashboard, and uh, I'm looking at my registration ticket, and this is like April something. I'm like, oh shit, I gotta, I gotta get my car registered. Gotta I gotta get, get my in. registered. I forgive me, I gotta get my car inspected. My inspection ticket, my inspection's coming up. That happened in April, child. Don't you know May first? Got him. They don't play. I got one ticket. I'm like, bet, bet, yeah. I'm, a, I'm really busy right now. I'm gonna go cause. The thing where I get my car inspected is Germantown, so like I have to go across the city. I don't go. Why?
2: Why don't you just because
0: get it? it's cheaper? I know them. I trust them. Like, I have a relationship. I'm loyal to my to my niggas in Germantown. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm trying to fit this into my schedule. Second ticket comes up. I'm like, all right. How much are the tickets? You're bugging. Fifty one dollars. No. Fifty one dollars. Finally, yesterday, I am I think I'm on my fourth or fifth ticket that, at this point. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm bugging. And I look at the tickets now and it's saying registration is expired. So then I'm like, what? My car is not registered? How long has my car not been registered? So then I go into my dashboard, into my glove compartment. I got everything but my f- insurance and registration in my car. (laughs) I'm like, what? I just been riding around raw dogging. I have no (laughs) registration in it. And I'm like, how do I find out if I'm registered? I don't even know if I'm registered. I'm on Google. (sighs) This turns into hours of time, you know, of me sitting in my car, of me running up to my house, of me... Flipping my car upside down because I knew I had these papers. Me going into my house. I'm on the phone with the DMV. Don't you get on the motherfucking phone with any type (laughs) of city or state bureaucracy because you will never, (laughs) ever reach anybody. So I'm freaking, I'm like, I can feel my blood pressure. My heart's racing Mm. because I'm like, what? This is so frustrating because in order for me to find out if my car is registered, you have to have the title. Where's my title? I don't know where my title is. Where can I find my title? It was such a mess. Finally, I went upstairs because I knew I had my registration somewhere. I went and the registration also has your title on it. So I'm rummaging through everything. I pull out a drawer. Boom there's it's a little folder with all my shit in it i get my car registered i registered that boy for two years in advance because i ain't doing this again it's
2: so easy to register yeah
0: it's so easy it's so easy went down and now i'm gonna get it inspected but it's a ticking time bomb because until i get it inspected oh Shante. and then i had to go into the PPA to pay back all the tickets that I owed, which then triggered me to go to my budget. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let me tell you something. Who that budget spreadsheet. It's not a joke.
0: <laughs> then I went back to my fucking, but then I had to call you like it today. Yo, we have to figure Like, can you we did. pay a four? He
2: was like, today, was today. We ain't paid ourselves out in a minute. What's up? <laughs>
0: <laughs> because I was spiraling because all it's going to do is accumulate. If I don't pay these these tickets, if I don't get this one inspection, they're gonna keep ticketing me and it keeps accumulating. It's like the
2: restitution. Mm. And then
0: I just sat there with myself and I was like, what if I had ADHD? What if I had some type of neurological thing that made it really hard for me to see? Th- it was hard for me to do that, but I saw all of, there was about five different steps phone numbers, spreadsheets, thought patterns that I had to have to get to the end of this so that I could just fucking get my inspection done so that I don't go into deep debt and despair and possibly get my car taken if I were to be stopped by a police child. And I was like, if I had some type of like neurological difference if I I wouldn't have made it. Adulting, this is not natural how they have a set up. Th- what to speak of taxes and shit. It's it's not okay and I wasn't okay. Luckily I was okay and I'm going to be okay, but for some people I can see why you know and shout out to all those people, cause I know it's hard. And then you think like, oh, I'm, I'm fucked up. I can't complete things. I let things fall through the crack. Also like this shit is impossible. Let you, I lost one piece of paper and that could have been the end. Child, the way I took pictures and put it into my drive now.
2: Good, yes, I was gonna say. Another thing, get a <sighs> Ziploc bag. I have a Ziploc bag in my car. It has registration.
0: Girl, I do, but I and took it, it out and put it somewhere. I like, know. Why but did I you, ever do you,
2: that? You, yeah, just keep it in your car, registration and your insurance always. Also, if whatever insurance you have, most likely you have an app, and so make sure you get the app through your insurance I company. Did. So. I
0: had to, but it didn't have my title and registration on it.
2: Right, the title though should not be in your car. Don't put the title in your car. The title should be in a safe because anybody that has your title could then say, Oh, I have the title to this car. They're giving it to me. So if anybody were to steal your car, they have your title now and they can well, put everything in their I, name.
0: I can't actually verify that I do in all those papers. If I ever found the title,
2: wait, then what did you find?
0: On my registration oh, okay. card is the title number.
2: Well, you should anyway. find your title.
0: God be a witness, be Wait. a staff, be a guiding force in my life to <laughs> keep me, a keep me straight, Listen. keep me paying to the man because one slight move, whew, <laughs> it's over for you.
2: You get Pose. on my nerves. Listen, and then you either get a safe, you should have a safe or a fireproof safe. You can get a small one from BJ's child or Walmart or whatever, I, Amazon, whatever. And you should have like your birth certificate, social security card, your, your title, shit like that in there. All right. That's that way. You always know where passport. You always know where it is. All of your, I don't know if you had to get, oh, you don't do that, but like immunizations and shit all in there. Any type of like savings, bank account stuff, checks, put it in there that way all of the important stuff is all in one spot and you have access to it and if anything happens it's there you know what I mean? it'll be so much simpler cuz then you it's not where did i put it it's Oh, it's gotta be. I know be in here. where
0: it's, it's always in one place, but the one time that I need it, wasn't there. Girl,
2: I gotta say that this has happened before. It happened with your passport, so I just want you to get this safe. My
0: passport, Jolie stole. I don't. Don't you dare do no, that, no, internet. No, no. She wouldn't have me a- upset. <laughs> I had it in the
2: right place. She Jolie stole my passport. <laughs> she wouldn't have been able to steal it if it's in a safe. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm right. She put it I'm, in a pot. I'll never forget. She just, she's a little kid. It wasn't because of my
0: negligence.
2: I know I'm not it saying it. Was. I'm not blaming any negligence on you. What I'm saying truly is that the safe will really help because it'll be, they can't, people can't even get in it.
0: I do got a safe for Sable too.
2: Oh yeah. Well, but put don't it let it, it
0: have a key. Then it's, it's just scary. No, A it's combination.
2: Just, do the You don't need a key. Do a cup. No, I don't
0: need a combination either. Bitch. I need the combination and a key.
2: All right, both. Okay. And then make sure you put that combination, that number somewhere where you yeah, won't forget what it is. This, I think that you're doing adulting well. I think that the system's it's it's made for you to spiral, baby. Just like you said. You almost had a it's boot. It's so easy. You almost had a boot. And then you can't they, get I, to work to handle your business and pick up your yeah, child. And that's what they do. That's and you know, you know what's crazy? Over here, I don't. I have ultra to side parking. So you already know it's tricky over here. I don't have to move it every hour, one hour, but they will ticket your car with a boot on it. (laughs) I've seen it. I don't think that should be legal. If you got a boot on my car. They do that in Atlanta. That's a a sin. Anyway, we're 10 minutes in, but I want to say I'm proud of you. And I'm, I'm not saying that you're negligent at all. I'm just offering you little th- things that my mom gave to me that have made my life so much simpler. I never need to figure out where something is. It always is there. Something else I'll tell you to do, if you lose your wallet, have a credit card that you har- that you hardly use. I have one that just pays for my Google Drive storage. I think it's like $10 a month. And the- that credit card stays in the house all at all times. Because if I lose my wallet, I need to be able to function. And that stays in the safe. And I have yeah. damn sure lost my wallet, and then been like, "What?" Have
0: an episode of adulting things to do.
2: We should, and please call in and tell us, give us some more hints, because child, we don't know all the things. Um, Speaking of adulting, I'm very concerned about this mattress situation, y'all. Shanti's gonna take my old mattress because guess what? A bitch upgraded. I'm no longer childish. <laughs> I am so hyped boots. You have no idea. I have this new larger size bed. Mind your business. Y'all need to know how big it is, but just know that it's grown. I'm grown now, y'all. <laughs> I was sleeping in a kid's bed and now I'm grown and it feels so good. But I have this other mattress that you want for Joe. Makes sense. I don't want to throw this mattress away. It's pretty much new. But I'm very concerned about you coming up here and putting this mattress on the top of your car and driving home. I had bad dreams about it. And I talked to Black and he said, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> and he was like, that shit's going to fly off the top of her car. And I was like, well, I feel like we can figure it out. We can get bungee cords and tape and do all the things And he was. Not like, Not tape. Why not tape?
0: You can't tape? I would never consider tape. No.
2: Like duct tape or like heavy no, duty like tape? Like a bungee cord. No, no One tape. bungee that's cord. We need like 50 bungee, bungee cords. Not one bungee cord.
0: You need multiple, but not tape.
2: Shanti, I don't know if this is a good idea. I think that we should get a U-Haul.
0: We're not going to think about this right now. All right, life, I just want to put I, that I, out I, there. I'm I, very
2: scared <laughs> about it because I feel like it's going to fly off your car on a turnpike. Yeah, no, that would be terrible. That would be a hazard. Because if somebody to lose their
0: life, that would be yes. very
2: upsetting to me. And you're going to be charged with a fucking manslaughter. Then oh. you really spiral. I think it's worth just getting the U-Haul. Not the manslaughter. Listen, see how I spiral. That's how I keep myself out of trouble. Fear. (laughs) (laughs) It's the the best tactic. (laughs) They used to buy a bitch. (laughs) Um. In other news, something that I have been really asking for, and uh, no one's ever corrected me. So maybe this is a new feature, or maybe it's always been there. You can mark texts unread now. Did you know that? If you read a text. And you say, oh, I can't respond to this right now. You can swipe yeah. your finger that way and mark yeah. it unread. Shanti, yeah, I've been saying this, that yeah. I needed this feature for the last year Did and a half really? on this podcast. Did you know that the whole time? I've uh, That's my big, that is such a bad, bad trait of mine. I do not respond to text because I'll read it during the workday and I'm too busy to respond. And then I forget to go back to it. So you're telling me that this has always been available? The unread? I think so. Damn.
0: I never do it. I used it I as an excuse
2: so many times and no one ever corrected me. But now I know. You know what else I know? Remember What'd you know? Remember the man upstairs that I was saying? Yeah. It what sounded like he had room? a modular system. I was like. What
0: does that mean?
2: Remember, I kept saying, like, he's so loud. I don't know what he's yeah. doing at night. Yeah, I just yeah. hear he these doing? wheels going back and yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah, so I yeah, thought, yeah. like, oh, he's wheeling, like, he's pulling down a Murphy a, bed or wait. something's What's going happened, on girl? up there. Girl, I saw him the day on the stairs. He was just skipping down the goddamn stairs. Guess what was in his hand? A motherfucking skateboard. I said.
0: Oh.
2: That's what I've been hearing. A skateboard bored so i think he's practicing his tricks oh that is not okay do you think he'd be my friend no now i really gotta craft this letter how old is he i don't know he's probably like 20 something but i have to craft this letter and say he's cute i I, what do you mean is he cute (laughs) (laughs) you mean what i mean oh my god the lakers about to lose this game sure I mean I don't have you ever dated be,
0: a man that skateboarded he's gay but have you ever dated a
2: man that skateboarded have I ever dated? no they were all bike riders I've never dated a skate I'm not cool enough to skate some to skate I'm not cool enough to date somebody that skateboards. I'm not like I don't have like that innate cool in me like you have that like innate vibe we're like you know. I don't think
0: I've ever dated a
2: skateboarder either. But you could, you could date like they like, like Lenny Kravitz. Di- I could date Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, hell yeah, I couldn't. <gasps> that Lenny Kravitz would look internet? at me. Tw- yes, you don't think you could date Lenny Kravitz? No. Oh my god, so your type? Yeah, farm. You would fit right in. Are you kidding, Lisa oh Bonet? Energies, don't play. <gasps> I have
0: goosebumps. <laughs> I'm not even playing. This <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even playing. I mean I think it. that's the nicest thing you've ever <laughs> said
2: in our I, entire I've friendship. I've said so many fucking <laughs> nice things to you. Fuck you. Are you kidding? Absolutely. I could never Yo, date Lenny Kravitz in a million years.
0: You wouldn't want to date Lenny, though. That's not even your steez. You'd be like, mm.
2: Wait, who do you think I your could date, stink. Who's the guy that you feel like, oh, yeah, that's I'm about to get wildly offended. I don't know anybody. I don't
0: know. <laughs> don't, we're, not do we're not gonna do this We're not gonna do this. <laughs> she can't even think of somebody I could date. She's like, no. we're we're no definitely one talking about a specific type of vibe. But now you're asking me.
2: So what's my vibe?
0: Like I would think you could date Lenny Kravitz. No, you, you would. You don't to. think
2: I could? No, no, no. Who would work? Like who do we? Who do I fit with? Like oh yeah, them. That that makes sense.
0: I could see you dating that guy. That looked like the guy that's dating um. Every the uh, what's her name the Harvey girl that that group of guys all those niggas those little African like handsome oh wear suits Damson and stuff.
2: the baby yeah
0: <laughs> yeah I can see that that that
2: echelon yeah of, the Africans yeah the you tried to save it throwing I, Damson out there you think you slick but it's I definitely
0: right. think you I absolutely think you could and yeah. would and he would too
2: no I don't think he would.
3: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.
0: Well, uh, I watched a couple videos with him and he's, he's lovely. growing on me. Yeah. And he's
2: a lovely little being. I'm a he's real, he's a so talented, Shanti. He feels like a know. son I, that I, I want little... to hold close and make sure he's okay. Truly. I'm oh. like, are you all right? <sighs> Is Hollywood about to gobble you up? I'm nervous. Ciao. Anyway, all right. Let's get Sorry, Brooklyn um Brooklyn Soundscapes. Let's get into voice voicemails. <laughs> that really grew on me. Um <laughs> let's get into some voicemails. We haven't had them in a while. Um AKA one week, but let's see <laughs> which what, what y'all talk about this week.
1: Hi, sunshine internet. Um so I was listening to episode 260, I believe, where it starts with – oh, my name is Devaney, by the way. I'm so sorry. Um, It starts with a voicemail uh, with someone speaking about having those hard conversations with your parents and talking about wills and trust and what's going to happen when you pass. So I kind of wanted to give my two cents on that. So. I am currently 29 years old. My mom was diagnosed with dementia when I was about 18 years old. So at the time when she was initially diagnosed, everything was still pretty good. She was functioning just fine. By the time I was about 20 or 21, she started becoming nonverbal. Um, So with her being nonverbal, there's no conversations I can have with you. She couldn't write anymore, really. My mom did pass this past August, uh, August 5th to be exact, and fortunately, things kind of worked out very smooth. My grandmother was taking care of my mom um, as things started to get really bad, and she kind of covered everything as my mom's, like, disability checks were coming in. Like, her funeral was paid for maybe about five, six years ago, so we didn't have to worry about that. Uh, I'm also an only child, so there wasn't really anything to split up. Uh, So I think it's really important to have those conversations as soon as you can, rather than waiting, because you never know what could happen. Um, I didn't have the chance to talk with my mom about exactly what she wanted. We had had brief conversations through me growing up, uh, me being like 15, 16. you know, I'm not really paying that much attention at that time. I remember some of the things and I thank her service and everything turned out how she would have wanted it. But again, I'll say it's really important to have those conversations as soon as you can. Don't hold it off. Um, like I said, you don't know what could happen. So, yeah, that's my two cents. Um, I love you guys. Love the show. Thanks. Bye. That's-
0: thank you for sharing that yeah. experience. That's sad to hear how quickly that happened and losing your mother so young, Um, but it's super, super important. And even like encouraging, I think, parents to write it down too, it feels like could be something. Um, yeah, you gotta have a even will. if they don't wanna have those conversations, maybe it's writing it down or you create the prompts for them to answer if they don't even know where to begin, maybe could be a thing. I right. mean,
2: I think we gotta encourage the will sooner rather than later and, and wishes. Yeah. Writing it down is especially important, but it's taken care of. If you have a will, I think in addition to that, wills oftentimes to get them completed, it costs money. Like you you need a lawyer involved. You need this and not everybody has, has those means. So sometimes it feels like a luxury instead of, you know, like a requirement. But I don't know. Again, I would love to have somebody on to talk about this, who, who works in that field or who can help us navigate. Cause there's like, you need to have the executor. You need to have, what is the other person who, um, makes the health decisions?
0: Yeah. What's executor, that called? I forgot. Executor.
2: Like I... exec, they, they yes. deal with your estate and, Mm-hmm. making sure all of your wishes are carried out, but the power of attorney.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, there's a lot. And I, I'm really sorry to hear that. I never even considered like, what if you, you know, uh, we always think that it's something you do when you're older, but I never even consider like dementia or a, a terrible accident or anything that's just so sad so thank you for calling and like she said it's much simpler when you're an old only child you know so
0: shit i mean some could happen to me some i need to even consider now She's yeah you active, do uh, i have life insurance and all that but
2: it's like have yeah something now mm. Oof. all right next up
4: Hi, ladies, it's Bria calling. I wanted to spark a conversation um, just about how everyone seems to feel the need to bash black men for having multiple children to multiple baby mothers, despite having the financial means or not. My question is, why are we bashing these black men and not bashing the women? Uh, Because the women chose to have these babies. And it's like if you're going to bash the men for being active fathers, what's the difference between that and women purposefully going out and getting IVF, or just getting pregnant in general, knowing that the baby father will never be in that child's life? Um, so I just want to you know know what's the difference between a person like Nick Cannon who is getting bashed publicly daily for being an active father in his five different households. And while we're not bashing women who want a baby so bad that they'll spend tens of thousands of dollars on IVF, knowing that that child will never have a present father. Just fun to think about. Thanks, ladies. Okay.
2: (laughs) I'm the one that made the Nick Cannon comment about how I wish he would shut up. And I stand by that. I do wish Nick Cannon would shut up. Just shut up and go parent. Go do your business deals. I'm sick of hearing Nick Cannon talk talk to me about his sperm and you know, his his sexual urges and all this nonsense. That's just me. I don't think that we should bash the father or the mother in any case. Um especially as somebody who doesn't have children and who's never been pregnant. I'm not going to bash anybody about that. I'm just truly sick of hearing him talk, uh, I think really flippantly about um, his his reproductive system. I don't know what that man does for his kids. I believe that he has great relationships with every one of his child's moms, which is great. Um, I think that they have all entered into an agreement that feels really that seemingly is ethical and good for them. I just, I, when I hear him actually talk about his situation, I think it makes me a little bit sad because of his rationale for why he did it, which I've heard him say it's because he didn't think that he would live. Um, he's afraid of dying and that he just needs to, you know, spread his seed and, make sure that his legacy lives on. I also think, you know, okay, to each his own, but also like providing financially for a kid is not the end all be all. Um, I think, and I'm not saying in any way, shape or form or uh, assuming that he doesn't show up for his children um, emotionally and that he's not a present parent. I just think that in general, parenting, especially when it comes to fatherhood, a lot more is required, especially since I had a very present father and lived with my father when my parents split up. So I think I come at it from that angle and that lens and the privilege of having um said parent. But yeah, that wasn't a blanket. My statement on Nick Cannon wasn't a blanket statement around men who have multiple children with multiple women because I don't feel that way about women who have multiple children with multiple men that's not my business really just take care of the babies but the IVF thing I'm not bashing or shaming any woman that decides to have a child and has the financial means to have IVF and is going to provide the best life that she can for said child so
0: and also that's not comparable
2: yeah, it's not, but okay.
0: And also, anybody bashing him, I'm clowning him. I'm not bashing him like, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's just also like, what the fuck is wrong with you?
2: Yeah. It's like Do <laughs> you
0: hear the di- You hear the difference in my inflection with that?
2: <laughs> I love I love how you bas- you broke down everything I said <laughs> with just the inflection, baby. I also, I'm not bashing, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm bashing like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> that was all I needed to say actually. But thanks for the um for the call, sis. But yeah, I don't I don't think the bashing. I don't know that we bash anybody. Do we bash anybody? Comment. fuck him. <laughs> you. <laughs> wow. You are not well. And I don't stand by that. And I need y'all to know she was bashing somebody else, but she don't, she don't want to stand by it. She's scared. Oh, my gosh. Shut She's up, scared, y'all. She fucking scared. <laughs> just like alright next up hi Antoinette and Shanti this
5: is Nicole I am calling about the last episode where you guys talked about AI um I don't know what white folks are out here doing <laughs> but um I robot. but I'm not trying to go I don't I'm not trying to get killed by a bunch of robots they need to slow up now um also, I, I'm i a teacher, and I came to the realization the other day that children don't have any problem-solving skills because they can just ask Siri. The kids come up to me and ask me questions, and I'm like, well, did you, did you try to figure this out yet? And they're like, well, no. I'm like, okay, well, maybe you should try to figure it out before you, you know, pull up to my desk asking me questions. And... They don't know to do that because the second they can't figure something out, they push the button and they have theory to do it. So um, are we losing essential skills? Like well, I said, yes, I believe that we are. Um, children don't learn to write in cursive. I haven't taught that. Not gonna because they can't write in print either. Um, I don't know what's going to go next. Well, we got to watch it.
2: Y'all have a good day. Don't ask Siri. Don't ask your mama, ask yourself. <laughs> I fucking
0: love her. Don't ask your mama, ask yourself. That might be the name that's of the what I'm episode. Gonna say to JoJo. I'm going to say that when she comes
2: to me. Don't ask me, ask yourself. Listen. She That's it. I that asking Siri, I never even considered that. Wow. I don't have Siri on my phone turned on. Do you have Nigga, Siri? We now? ask a Siri. Like
0: what we ask Siri. What you mean? We'd be we? like, what is, well, No, I is, don't. I don't have Siri do, on my phone. I mean, Google then. Whatever your Google, Google is Siri got the same
2: thing. Google <laughs> <Girl> is <laughs> the encyclopedia. I sought out the information. Oh my goodness. Doesn't it feel oh different? It God. don't feel different to you? To be like Siri or like Siri, can you? Yeah. Siri, what's 10 plus 10? I wouldn't Google that. I need to work that out with a piece of paper. You would calculate it. Yeah, but that yeah, those are the, the skills that she's talking about. No, not on a calculator. See, you would
0: really sit there and go ten times ten on a piece of paper rather of all, than I said the calculator.
2: Ten plus ten, but you you got me fucked up because you don't remember this story that I took pre-calculus without that goddamn calculator because i was like i'm not learning anything using this device because i didn't want to buy the calculator because <laughs> i was that cheap and i and whatever that teacher's name i don't remember her name in kappa she had blonde hair it was a bomb she was, was the bomb too you know who i'm talking about yeah, she was, she was an ass athletic ass build. lady yeah. yeah she was like cool 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 you don't want to do that you're gonna do sine and cosine and you have two problems and if you get one wrong, that's 50% of your grade and you fail. Now I stumbled a lot. Girl, I did that shit longhand. It would take up like three pages. And I would stumble and she say, she would point and say, she would just tap a couple of times and I knew, fuck, I'm about to get it wrong. Let me go back and look at this. But yeah, my ass was that annoying kid that was like, I want to understand why the calculator doesn't tell me why. Absolutely. So I think all the kids should be annoying like that. Explain to me not why? Boo. Why does this picture? Why does boo. this picture work? Why does this? Ca- why can the camera take a picture and I have it in my hand? A frozen moment. Explain it to me. No, see, I do not support that. I, I want to d- know. Why don't you support it? I want to like know. Like right now, what Shanti.
0: Turns you
2: <laughs> right now, we're sitting in front of a screen. I can see you and you not here. That's weird. <laughs> like, that's fucking, explain it to me. How can I see her and she's not here and I see her in the screen? And if I move, the screen sees me and it moves. You say? <laughs> I'm not doing it again. <laughs> but I'm serious. That's not weird. Like, it's we got to stop and go, think we're, about we're this shit. We're getting derailed. We're getting derailed. How? We need we need these skills. We need to we, we don't need to question these. We don't need
0: to, I, I guess we should know basic information. Yes. But we don't we don't have to be limited
2: because no, I'm not saying we, limited. I just want to know like how. If, a,
0: if kids don't learn how to do cursive anymore, I don't know if that's like the no. You they the need to, how deteriorating they sign thing name, of our how they society. How to sign
2: their names to a check? They gonna write a letter. That niggas
0: checks are dead. Checks They're are, dangerous. I got checks even right here. that's dangerous and. You you should not have checks lying around. Everybody knows that checks are archaic and they're moving us towards Well, she the said universal. the kids can't even
2: print no more either. They just type, 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 type. I will
0: say JoJo goes to a very old school and that nigga know how to do some cursive. Good. She also knows how to.
2: <laughs> what? Why would you laugh like that?
0: Do, I don't know, Mary Pole dances and shit. What? Not pole dances, Antoinette. Mary no, pole. No, I didn't hear. I don't know European what Mary. European ribbon dance. To help. <laughs> what school is signify this? <laughs>
2: Every time you talk about Joe's signify school. signify the seasons. Joe goes to the school the of Europeans. Hogwarts. I'm telling you, this school is not fucking real. Give me a break. Every time you talk about this school, I'm irritated. I'm like It is Hogwarts, fake but she's blossoming. She's loving it. Yeah, cause it. she in the school just dancing with ribbons and shit. Mm-hmm. Do they have computers at the school? Is she about no, to know? No, absolutely See, not. See, But that's a skill she's gonna need to have. She be on the computer when she go home. Georgia know how to do stuff on the phone better than I do. Tricky. Y'all got
0: a fuck. Y'all y'all a little bit too black and white. She this gotta learn how nothing. to send
2: an email. She at- does. Okay, good.
0: But they don't have any screen
2: time at that school. That's I'm not against that. But it's really good. How old is she? High school. She got to get screen time. She got to know what the hell's going on. All right, we're gonna move on <laughs> as we just stare at each other confused. And I'm not a parent, so let me stop telling you how your daughter should grow up. But I do feel like she <laughs> needs to learn how to use that motherfucking computer. She All right,
0: does. Ready? Set Jojo's Swift on a tablet.
2: Uh Uh-oh, this person's talking about AI as well. Let's see. Oh boy, got the people going.
3: Hey, Around the Way Curls. I just finished listening to episode 260 and it was absolutely hilarious. I was on the plane dying laughing, Um, but I wanted to call in and talk about AI for a little bit. Um, So I work in tech. I've been in research and development for over 10 years. Um, And so I know that a lot of times scientists, will create things that the world just isn't ready for. Um, and honestly, it's usually up to the scientists or, you know, to our leaders to kind of make the distinction of if something is ready to be released to the public or if it isn't. Um, and so with that, you know, AI is really just an amalgamation of all the information that we've been dumping onto the internet for the last, 30 years, or at least up until about, like, 2021, um, which means it's not always going to be accurate, kind of like us, but, you know, with that, you know, that is kind of beautiful and frightening at the same time. Um, I think the other thing to add to this conversation is the fact that a lot of people have been, you know, working on ways to regulate this and, and also warning us about this, including Black women. One specifically, her name is um, Timnit Jabru, probably saying her name wrong, but she was Mm -hmm. a leading AI researcher at Google um, who had a whole team working with her on this and actually ended up being fired because of a research paper she wrote warning about the risk of AI to, you know, social um, and ethics concerns, especially around racism. They asked her Mm -hmm. to tone it down and take that information out. And she said, no, I have data to prove it. And so they actually, they ended up firing her. Um, and so we've been kind of ringing the alarm about this for for a while. This happened back in like 2021. Um, and so really, I think the the thing we need to do as a community is educate ourselves on how this works, understand the pitfalls of this, but also know how we can use this to our advantage, how we can use this for our business and how we can make sure we end up we don't end up getting left behind. Um, certain careers are going to be lost, but new ones are going to be created like you, like you were talking about Antoinette. And so we need to just stay up to date on this. Um, and then lastly, 3d printers. Y'all 3d printers are great. Um, there's probably a likelihood that you have 3d printed products in your home already and you just don't know it. So don't be afraid of the future. Just, you know, understand what's going on. Stay well. Um, and yeah, love y'all. Bye. All right, it was
2: going well. And then she fucked up at the end.
3: Don't trust them 3D printers.
2: Wait a minute. She said we got 3D printed stuff in the house them now. The glass is 3 pre printed. No, they're not. Shit was made in China. <laughs> Listen, AI terrifies me. I would like, sis, please call back. Please come on the podcast. Be a guest. Explain things to us. You're in tech, make it make sense to us. Explain 3D printers. I also, I know I said that like, yeah, more jobs will be available, but I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. What jobs will be available? Is it like monitoring (laughs) of AI? I did say that. I was like, you know, because it's true. When new technology comes, there's a new need for said technology. But Mm -hmm. with AI, I'm like, can't you just get AI to do it? AI feels like the all knowing wizard of Oz where you don't need anything else. Like AI got it. And AI no. is going to replace all of us. Mm-mm. So, sis, you didn't say your name, but I I want you to call back. I want you to come on. Please email us. Will you come on and talk to us? Also, amalgamation. <laughs> Fuck she it fucked up. it up. She
0: said it's just an amalgamation of all the technology that we have absorbed in the databases. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, we're laughing and we're making light of it because it's late. But seriously, thank you for calling in. And I we need to know more. You know about that uh, black woman? Yeah, at Google? I think she's Ethiopian.
0: She was Habasha lady that knew about that. She was talking about how just with name? the facial recognition. I don't know. Okay, she but said with it. like the facial recognition and with um yeah the biases that a lot of the technology around skin and oh racial yeah features I heard of this was biased and fucked up.
2: Yep, I heard and of that. And the dangers of that. Oh my god. We gotta do that. Not those Robocops,
0: little Robocop dogs being racist.
2: Listen. Eric Letting Adams, the white people go. Girl,
0: you haven't seen that thing. Black Mirror episode though with the ro- internet. The dogs look just like it. Really?
2: Just like it. Is there a Black Mirror episode on 3D printers? That shit terrifies <laughs> me. What you think is 3D printed? We're right here. We're in your house. Girl, you know, everything in my house is
0: old. (laughs) So I have handmade about 19 years, 1900s.
2: It's vintage. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next up. You get on my nerves.
5: Hi, Antoinette and Shanti. My name is Chris. I've called in a couple of times before. Um, I just listened to episode 261 To Drive or Own the Bus. And. I swear, every time you got, like, your episodes are always right on time. Uh, like, they really are. Like, I'm not a religious person, but I really feel like the universe be speaking to me through your podcast, Friends Zone podcast, and Getting Grown podcast. But anyway, that being said, this whole conversation on black excellence and what it means to be black excellence personified and how we have to continue to strive to go above and beyond – that's something I've really been sitting with personally the last couple of weeks. Um, I work in education, I have a master's degree to do what I do um, in education. I graduated in 2021, began working in January of 2022 in the field and now I'm finishing up my third semester working in the public school system. And I am overwhelmed and I am not gonna renew my contract and I'm gonna take a break from doing what I do. Um and what will I do for money during that time, I'm not sure, but I just recently gave like gave myself the grace and I decided to give myself the space to lean into uh not pursuing this black excellence thing and like I've always I have a friend who went to school for pharmacy and we always jokingly said like, Oh, I wish I could just work at Costco, like I wish I could just be a person who worked at Costco and that'd be okay and I'm just realizing like why can't I? Why can't I do that? Mm-hmm, so
3: mm-hmm.
5: Um, I'm rambling. That's how it always goes when I call into you guys. Keep up the good work. Everything you guys say, everything, all your topics are always right on time. So I feel like we really are just, like, all sharing one consciousness and one experience. But anyway, I'm going to go ahead and try before I get cut off. But, yeah, the black excellence trope or whatever really got a lot of us in a chokehold and, and after – Seeing how there's so many other ways to make money, especially coming out of the pandemic, seeing so many new careers and other, like, avenues possible is really just kind of making me feel like uh, I wish I hadn't, like, gone so hard to, like, go the traditional route of pursuing higher education to get this, like, degree to guarantee some kind of financial security and, and be this this, you know, model of doing it the right way. Um, so yeah, basically, I'm going to take a break and just be like a regular person <laughs> and, and and just work a quote unquote regular job and then so I can find that spark to get back into working and education and doing what I do because I truly do love what I what I'm doing but I feel like before my motivation to do it was um was like a little misplaced and really based in like this idea of like
2: assistant guy got cut off <laughs> sweeping. She literally said, "I want to go because I want to get cut off." What a great! You go because I see you inspired.
0: No, that's good. I think it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, take some time, Re- regenerate. Yeah, Curious yourself. Figure out what the next move is. Just can't keep, can't keep doing this un- unsustainable rat race energetically, right? But like, if you feel fulfilled, um, you can actually sustain it. So good. That's good. I think. Cool.
2: That's the thing. And I, I I, think the whole thing around black excellence is how, how, what is the criteria for being excellent? And I feel like stopping and not moving from a place of fear and saying, how do I feel? What do I want my life to be like? And having like the faith and the courage to one, set out on a different career path or take a different or take a break because you know people are going to be looking at you like you're crazy, right? They're going to be questioning you, telling you that you're um, settling or that you don't somehow exude excellence or that you're mediocre, whatever the case is, all of the, the ways in which we shame each other for not being a part of the rat race. But I actually think there is something very excellent about that. And by no means do I ever... Do I ever support the idea of anyone being mediocre or just living a mediocre life? But I also don't know that I'm the person or any of us are the people to determine what mediocre is for Mm -hmm. somebody. Mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest thing is like my mediocre, your media, my life might be mediocre to you. But it might be everything to me. Again, mm-hmm. I always go back to that man on Co- in Costa Rica who walked that beach every day holding his son in a in like a wrap and bartered. I remember talking to him and just being like, oh, I'm a fisherman. He's a fisherman and he goes out on his boat every day with his kid and he barters. He brings back fish, he brings back food and that's his way of life. He's like, I want a simple life. And I thought, Wow. Like, that's not easy work Mm-mm. at Mm-mm. all <laughs> to go. That, that's that's a, it. That's hard work. So, yeah. Shout yeah. out to you, sis. And thank you for being a teacher because y'all got the hardest job in the fucking world. All right. Ready? Last one.
5: Hello, ladies. I'm a new listener. Um, I'm with a new girl that I don't love as much as my ex. Uh, I want to get back with my ex, and she wants uh,
1: something to do with me,
5: and I can't gauge it, but I don't love the woman I'm with now, and I love my ex. I try to go about that, and I also blocked her, so I don't know what I should do now. Can you please help me? Thanks. A uh, 29-year-old male.
2: He blocked
0: her? The one that he loves?
2: I think he blocked the ex. And she don't want to talk to him? He says she... That's where it cut out a little bit, but the transcription says she wants something to do with me, but I can't gauge it. Well, you can't gauge it because you didn't block her, King.
0: Why you block her?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Listen... Not you giving mixed signals, that's not to- enough information. The only thing uh, I can the only thing I can tell you is leave that girl that you' with alone, yeah, you didn't say you don't love her twice you're you're wasting her time and yours, yes, yeah, so what I need you to do is mm-hmm. for you to put your put your big boy boxer briefs, panties, whatever you wear on and say, ma'am." I respect you and I need to honor you and tell you that I don't, I don't see this a future for us. And I'm, I'm sorry if that hurts you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Not an ex. You didn't say you might you need to leave her. her alone too. You might. Cause it's not <laughs> no. enough. It's not enough information. <laughs> Why did you get to a point where you needed to block her? Were y'all yeah. toxic? Yeah. Have y'all broken up? How many times have you yeah. broken up? Is this something that you feel you can love that? Listen, is she in a relationship? I right. I love my ex dearly. I really do. But I boy, do I know (laughs) that that is not the place for me. Love him to death. Wish him nothing but the best. Even have uh, even have created a friendship with him. But baby, mm -mm. and you have to know that you have to know what's, what's best for you. But it ain't enough information with the ex. Sorry, you're going to have to call back and give us some more information. Now, how many times did you break up? Was y'all fighting and carrying on? Were you were you able to f- work through your problems? Why did you break up? You're only 29, so, you know, hello? You're young. Maybe you can work past some things. What did, Why do you think she wants something to do with you? Why did you block her? Did she block you? Do y'all have communication? Are you emotionally cheating on your current girlfriend mm. with your ex? You'd be like, yo, get out of my fucking business. <laughs> sorry. Can't give you can't give you the advice if you don't give us all the information now, Kang.
0: But the first thing you have to do regardless is tell the woman that you're with that you 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 don't want to be with her anymore and you you're sorry. Please. You don't, ASAP.
2: Don't, don't use her. To fill don't a void me. now, Mm-mm. not you Throw calling into a podcast proclaiming that you don't love her, child. No, that's okay. You can. It's a safe space here. But listen, if you if you can call into a podcast and say you don't love this person twice, then you probably shouldn't be with them. And that's okay. She'll be okay. Promise. She won't be okay if you continue to be with her, fuck around, get her pregnant or something, and then really hurt her feelings. Oh, don't say it. <laughs> Gotta say it. Listen, you Listen. have to go down the rabbit hole of fear. That will just I'm be telling radical, you. It will...
0: Radically honest. Just oh. I just be just just be honest. See what happens. But
2: Everything, the first step was every... that you're honest with yourself. So that's great. And yeah. thank you for listening and being a new thank listener. I hope sharing. you stay around. Stick around for some more around the way curl fun. I don't know, Sheila. It's 54 minutes in. Um Maybe that's it. (laughs) I knew you were going to do that. You don't want to give the people a a main topic? We can.
0: It'll be short and sweet. Thank you so much for joining us, Around the Way Curls, and listening to this podcast. If you'd like to also see our faces and get a little visual component added to your experience, please consider becoming a patron on our Patreon. Patreon is a subscription-based platform. In which you, the subscriber, pay five, seven, or ten dollars. We are not expressive or articulate.
2: (laughs) We is not I thought you were gonna keep going. We are not (laughs) expressive. What? We're not well.
0: We need your support financially. It's so
2: late, y'all. It's 11.31 at night. Hmm.
0: So consider becoming a patron. Boop, boop, boop. Shout out to our past patrons. We really do need it. It really helps us to have the energy. And it's it's energetic reciprocity. You know what I mean? (laughs) <laughs> Capitalist. way to bitch. beg, help us. <laughs> Spiritual. We <laughs> <laughs> gotta
2: pay them parking tickets, y'all. I gotta <laughs> help her. <laughs> Real rap <laughs> girls. We got drowning over we here. We gotta pay Monty, and we gotta pay these fucking parking tickets. Help me. Ooh, God, help we gotta myself. put JoJo Baby needs a new pair of shoes. School of JoJo Hogwarts. Got it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jojo got it. Keep up with the Mary Pole, so we can keep her off the pole. All right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. And then if you do have a, if you have a thought, if you have a critique, if you have just something to share, please give us a call at 215-948-2780. That's 215-948-2780. Also, we're going to plug our new, what's that shit called?
1: Damn. Discord. I'm tired. Yes. We are. Well,
2: we're going to plug Discord. We want y'all to mix and mingle with each other. Please check the description. It's absolutely free. Check the description for that link and join our Discord and talk to us, y'all. We just gonna be talking, all of us. It's gonna be lovely. That's all.
0: So, we're gonna keep this main topic short and sweet. Um, over these past two weeks, my daughter, for, for, for months, thing about my daughter is that when she wants something, she goes in, bro. At least five times a week, she's bringing it up, she's asking, she's talking logistics, she's wanting <laughs> to understand the why, the how, the whens, non-stop. I love it. So her most recent obsession has been around dyeing her hair. This is about two years of her asking. <laughs> she's um about to be 13 in the summertime. So, you know, I kept throwing it over to her dad like ask your dad. He's like ask your mom. So we did that for a long time and I was like, "Joe, you can do it. Her dad actually knows how to dye hair." Wait. And I was like, "He can dye your hair. Let him dye your hair." And she was like, "No, but he she he's he's saying that he he just ignores me when I ask him." So my child, being of this AI nation, did turn to Google and googled how to lighten your hair naturally so she's in the kitchen rummaging around and made a concoction of (laughs) baking soda and apple cider vinegar and had the nerve to wrap it up in foil and so she just has a bang she's also at the stage where you know (laughs) you got to cut a bang bang. (laughs) Ciao. every girl had the stage where you had to get the bang she got her bang going out girl you caught her on a bad day. She that bang trying to do was a twist tricky out. tricky that day. I said No. Joe. Antoinette. She learned how to do a twist out now. So that joint is like stressed. Um. So child, she went and colored her hair. And it, by golly, it worked. <laughs> Wait, really? Yes. I'm about to try it. It's nice. It's a nice honey brown.
2: It was equal parts.
0: I don't know. I ain't ask her all that. But it made me sit like should she be doing this? Like, why? Well, why is was she st-
2: allowed to do that? If you, if you asked her, she asked you, and you, I'm um, seen because we were, no. we were,
0: we weren't. There was no no. It was all very oh. vague and nebulous. Ask your dad. Ask your mom, Joe. I kept saying like, you're gonna ruin your hair because I didn't want her to bleach her hair. I did not want to go to the of salon. Course. I did not want her to re- bleach and damage her hair. And I think there also is a part of me of like, is that too grown? grown
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and she's also been asking about um bikinis she wants a bikini bathing suit (gasps) and so like she's growing and she's you know testing um these limits that I'm setting for her and asking why which is making me had to be like well why not what (laughs) is behind it and I'm really sitting with the things that I'm trying to control and the reasons behind mm-hmm. it and i when is just off the rip like when is a good age for your child to start making decisions about their own appearance or you know like piercings like bikinis and jojo ain't even like a filled out child like she's still very much in her child body she's not quite filled out she's long on her mom. she's tall She's long, she's tall and she's she's like, she likes, you know, she's her body's changing and she's aware mm -hmm. of it and she wants to wear a bikini to reveal more of it. A bikini is a specific decision there. (laughs) You're showing.
2: (laughs) Showing what? What does that mean? You're showing your
0: body. You're showing more skin. You are publicly Mm -hmm. intentionally. And I'm just like, no, but then I'm like, why not? Like, what the? F- what am I teaching her?
2: Are you having any of these conversations with her dad?
0: I don't want to have that conversation with him because I don't think we will agree, and I don't want him to then. I don't want to start like a a cold war. Hmm. So I I feel like it's something that I have to work. But out the with messaging
2: her. to her needs to be. Because you don't want her to feel shame around no. wanting, them. right? So the messaging you guys kind of need to be on the same accord with the messaging of the why, if it's yes or no, and then maybe asking, her, have you asked her why she wants to wear it?
0: Because they're cute. Because did she, she wants say that? To feel what her body looks. She did says, she- I don't know. She says, I don't know, because she wants to. Oh, I, and I her might,
2: girlfriends are. I might say to her, well, when you know, come back and tell me.
0: Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah,
2: let me know. When, when you figure it out, come back. And, I remember asking my, I don't remember what it was for, but I remember asking my parents for something around this appearance. They're like, why do you want to do that? And I was like, I don't know. And they were like, okay, so come back and talk to me when you know. Because they were like, you got to- you got to yeah, have a great. understanding of why you're wanting to yeah, this. That's to take really this good. step.
0: That's great internet. Good work by you. Thanks. Yeah.
2: Thank you. Good work by my dad. Good work
0: My um My parents didn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they did My didn't. parents
2: gave all the fucks. Mm-mm. So... You asked the question around when's the right age. I don't know if there is a right age because you've got kids now. Like, hey, I'm not in the right body of mine, which is a whole other conversation. But Joe, she's gonna be 13 this summer. I think this is a, this is a, this is about it now. She, I think she's a little late. Uh, if anything, like she's a young 13. A yeah, I mean, not just asking for a but bikini, but being interested in her hair, wanting to dye her hair, stuff. So I also think. For me specifically, things shifted because I developed earlier than her. Like I had a period, I had breasts, like there were just different conversations that I needed to have earlier as a result. Like I remember, how old are you in the fifth grade? 11, 12? Yeah. I had full on breasts in the fifth grade. Like my dad had to have a conversation with me around, you have to start wearing a bra. And I was pissed. So. You know, th- with that, with me coming into what I felt like was my womanhood, it was more around like, well, if I'm a woman, then I'm gonna start a woman. Not a You woman, are not a woman. But but I'm just saying, as a kid, of course, we know that now. But if I if I am growing up and you're having these conversations with me about my body, then you and I'm getting attention from boys, then you start looking at yourself like, all right, well, hold up, my hair a little fucked up. I need that. I need a a hot comb. Or I need this, I need that, uh -uh. or I want to cut my hair like this. I'll say I remember, and it wasn't for boys or anything, but I remember wanting to like, it was a big deal when my dad stopped doing my hair because my dad did my hair every single day. He used to fuck it up. It'd be a different version of plaits, twists, ballies, boom, laid, perfect. And we started getting to this place where I was like, "Oh, I don't want these fucking ballies in my head. Like, looks st- stupid. I'm, I, I need to do my own hair." And it was a big transition because I didn't know what I was doing, <laughs> and I looked crazy half the time. And he let me look crazy because he understood that like I was, I was figuring it out. But I do remember that I had he had he drew, he drew the line when I started putting these long pieces of hair. If you're on Patreon, <laughs> you can see me. <laughs> And I would do this circle. I would paste this piece of hair to my, what is this part of my face, Shati? Your
0: jawline. My crazy.
2: jawline and then circle it back up towards the ear wow, like a big old the, ring. The, the worst part was her. that I would I would take my mother's hairspray and spray it on my cheek <laughs> <laughs> to smash it down. And my dad, he had, he had it. He was like, all right, you're embarrassing me now, tighten up. <laughs> But I remember being upset when he tried to tell me I couldn't do it. And I was like, "I this is who I... I like it. I like it. This is like who I am. I want to do it. And I'm getting older. beard. Listen, he ended up letting me do it. As long as things weren't too grown, quote unquote. I will say that the... The convert the conversation that you need to have with her is around, like, and with yourself is around how are you. It's a delicate balance that I don't have of like shame. Where are you shaming her? Where is your own um, experience with shame coming up, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Especially around her body. And then where is your own trauma coming up with your hair? We're we want to protect baby's hairs now because we've all. Listen, I bleached my hair. Me coming of age, I've done all the stupid things. My sister cut my hair like the Beyonce hair on the Destiny's Child album was supposed to be layered. And she literally just took scissors to my fucking head. No parts. No no nothing. There was no mathematics involved. She just cut. And I remember my mom being so upset. I remember going to Jasmine's hairstylist and having Tweety Bird yellow hair because I just wanted to be Khalees so bad. And I was not Khalees. I looked insane. All of my hair fell out. Like there's all this trauma that we know of that we're like, I want to protect you from it. But it's a rites of passage. It really is. And I remember wanting to wear high heels. I remember I had high heels in the eighth grade. Not high heels, but they were healed. They were yes, healed. Yes, you did. First of all, oh, no, you didn't know me in school. eighth grade. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> he didn't know me At until high was 11. high school, you
0: had full-blown high heels. Oh,
2: high school, I wore pumps every day. Click, clack, click, clack, click, clack. You couldn't pay me to wear pumps t- today. But I wore these. I remember they were these ankle boot heels. And they were maybe like two inches. But I I had paired them with a skirt that was above my knee. So you know when you have a boot on, this like a calf boot, it accentuates your thighs. And I remember being in, I don't know, I was in the seventh grade because there was an eighth grader who was like, God damn. And I remember feeling so uncomfortable and just being like, why did I wear this? I look like a slut. I look like this. I look like that. And being so upset and couldn't wait to get home to like, and I, I was like, I will never, like, I'll never put this on again. And I remember not wearing them. And my dad asking me, why don't you wear those boots? And I basically told him like, I didn't want to tell him because I thought the boy was going to get in trouble. But he said to me, did it get you attention that you didn't want? And I was like, I thought I was in trouble and I was like, yeah. And he was like, you needed to understand that. Yeah. She and
0: might say, I love this attention though. I love
2: this. What this if is she my does? Shit? What if she does? And then you got to navigate that. I didn't love it. And and that's part of it. You got to know your kid. I don't think Joe is going to be like that, but he knew his kid. I now. I I don't my dad did not parent my sister and I the same way cuz he knew his kid. I'll say that. You are her mom, you got to know. But like I don't it doesn't it sounds like you could do whatever you want. Want it. And did that work? Like did they know their sure. kid? I
0: mean, it worked just through the
2: through trial and error. Like mm-hmm. I
0: wasn't um again, it's very just interesting how we're talking about um this coming of age, sexuality, attractiveness, decisions that we're making and we're like on this teetering line of being provocative and how that felt. Like when I was, I started working at a very, very young age. So I started, I had my own money at a very young age. So I, a lot of the things that I bought for myself, my parents had no idea that I was, they, I was just buying shit for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, So the idea of like clothing, shoes, all the way down to my panties, I was purchasing for myself. And you you know, my dad's secret
2: panties or something.
0: No, I went right to Burlington Co. Factory and bought baby fat lace panties. They were cute, but they were thongs and drawstrings. I was like 13, 14 Mm -hmm. years old buying very sexy panties. I made all decisions around my hair for myself. I got my my ear piercings. My second hole, my mother gave me permission with. And then I got my nose pierced when I was 14, which is very oh, wow. young. Yeah, that's young. Um, but y'all was also yeah, like so in terms into of Indian perm- culture and shit. Like, so that's also different. very true. So yeah, me piercing my nose, my dad was just like, oh, that's just normal. And I right. got it on the wrong side, if anything, fucked up. Um, but yeah, it just they never I was never censored mm. in my appearance. I, I'm lying. I remember when I had again, I was making money and I went through my um my rocker wear and baby fat and all <laughs> that phase and I bought a lot of I bought short skirts and my dad, I remember my dad saying your shirts skirts so short I could see your soul. And he would like comment on my skirt being short a lot, which made me hide from him. Like Mm. I did this thing of not wanting him to see me go out or if my pants were tight, he would comment on stuff. But he also didn't in any way. Let me have your skirt. Where are you getting this from? Why are you dressed? There was no. There's no conversation. Curiosity Mm -hmm. or like interrogation of what was going on in my mind. It just made me hide and want to hide from him and want understand that I had to present a certain way in front of him and then run these streets a different way. But.
2: Interesting. Yeah.
0: I was just fiercely independent in that way. And it, it had a lot to do with money. It's like y'all ain't buying me nothing. So.
2: Yeah. F- for me, it was, it was interesting because a lot of the no that I received was more so around, My father specifically making sure that the power dynamic was what it was. I don't even think sometimes the no was even necessary. I think he was just like, no, because I said so. And you're a child and you remember that shit. I worked, I started working at, I think, 13. I had to get special permission, like a little work permit or whatever. But that money wasn't mine to spend. I wasn't allowed to touch it.
0: Oh, For real?
2: Yeah, I could not spend my money. I wasn't allowed to access my money. It was in an account that, you know, I didn't even have a card to. And he was like, We need to teach you how to save your money, period. Like you don't need to touch your money. If there's anything that you need to buy, I need to understand why you need it and what's it for. And do you, you need that, to explain that, it that, to me.
0: Did you do you do you I think it Are you grateful for that? I'm do grateful do for that. that
2: the, because I think my dad knew as kid. And I think that he knew that I would have been going into that. Now, eventually I was allowed to access it. I think around like 16, I had the card. I would take my little $20 out here and there, spending it on nonsense, mostly snacks, junk, fucking Dougie donuts before school, shit like that. But initially it was good. So I think that he knew his kid, but there there were no's that, that didn't make sense. And there were nose that was like, um, like for instance, my coming of age, like, I, yeah, the hair stuff is always like kid stuff. But the piercing of my nose was a really big deal. My dad had said, absolutely not. I, my mom would say, I made that body. Like the, I created you. Like we were possessions. Not anymore. They've, they've since progressed. But she would say, why would you want to, uh, what is it? Um, not defame, deface, deface, like your body. Defile. I made that defile, yeah. And so it was a big deal. I kept saying to my dad, like, I want my nose pierced again. Why? I just like it. I just how want old were when you got your nose pierced? Eighteen. On my eighteenth mm-hmm. birthday, he had told me I better not go get my nose pierced. <laughs> And I went to South Street with Jazz and I think Amanda was there and got my nose pierced. And I remember coming home and sitting down and him seeing it. And he sat there and we, we sat quietly. <laughs> I'll never forget it. He sat at the head of the table and I sat at the other head of the table. He said, so you did it anyway. And I was like, yes. And he said, so you deliberately disobeyed me. And I said, I didn't say anything. I just sat there. And he said, do you think you're grown? And I was like, no. And he said, you must. You'll start paying rent. Oh, wow. and, and that was his way of like, you still in this fucking house. And guess what? You are, you didn't respect the hierarchy. And I think that was a little fucked up. And that was like, okay, you're just asserting your power at this point and like getting off on it. Um, but the, the big thing for my dad and I was not about how I look was not about appearance. It was like me telling him about his self once I'll never fucking forget it. I, I came downstairs. There was a lot of hypocrisy that I was noticing, you know, you start getting older and you're like, hold up. You're not all this shit that you telling me I gotta be. Mm -hmm. And I have confusion (laughs) and I remember my sister was there too. And I said, dad, I need to talk to you. And I I told him about everything that I observed about his relationship at the time, about him, about his parenting, about how, you know, that was back when, you know, he did the whole drug thing and sent me out in the street to tell him because I was eating vitamin c flintstone vitamins telling me do i want to be a crackhead i'm like you smoke weed this whole time (laughs) sir that shit smell funny i i knew it (laughs) and it was like a blow up it was a fucking blow up and i remember i was like i'm leaving and i was crying and he had demanded he was like you're not going anywhere you go the fuck upstairs in your room and Again, he needed to assert his power. And I remember my fucking sister coming to my room and saying, you have to leave. You have to do it for the both of us. Like it was so ridiculous and dramatic. And I was like, I do like this is a big deal. Because if I don't, he will have this power over me forever. I will never be an adult. And yeah, I'm still here, but I'm like working and I'm about to go to school. And I remember I left and fled to Jasmine's. I got on the twenty-seven bus and took all the buses up to the Northeast and stayed with Jasmine and Miss Pam. Miss Pam was like, you're going to go home eventually though. And I was like, not yet. He (laughs) doesn't get to do this to me, Miss Pam. It was so ridiculous. But that was my big coming of age moment. It was not about, you know, the clothes and and this and that. Like my dad knew that I was a a good kid. He spied on me enough to know that he had terrified me and scared me straight when it came to sex, when it came to drugs, when it came to all that shit. He knew I wasn't doing it. And I think that he finally let up when I did go to him and say, "Hey, I'm thinking about having sex. What do you think?" And then he was like, "Okay. I could trust her. I do trust her. She's a full-blown fucking adult and she trusts me and I don't want to fuck mm. that up." Mhm. But it took us a while to navigate there. A lot of it, I was hard headed. And so I think his parenting style with me was I got to make sure I assert power over her, which was fucked up. <laughs>
0: yeah. But know. maybe necessary.
2: But I think all mm-hmm. that to say, I think having the conversation with Joe around why, having her explain to you why, so she even understands why. And like, do you really want to dye your hair? Why do you want to dye your hair? What do you want it to look like? What are the pictures that you've been looking at? You know, what's influencing that? How well, She do you
0: made feel? it happen and it looks cute.
2: <laughs> I must say. But yeah, like the bikini thing, cute. you got to you gotta talk to her dad though too. Because y'all we have talk, to be on um, the same page. I,
0: I, I, I don't know if that, that's possible, unfortunately. So I don't know if that's a criteria of mine. Maybe that he should just hear where I'm coming from, but I don't know that that we're going to be on the same page or that I expect us to be on the same page. Well, you don't want
2: it to be a surprise to him. I'll say that. He should hear where you're coming from, yeah.
0: Yeah, And, and I think very important is that she should feel that for whatever reason, a girl and her father and her expression of her sexuality or her sensuality in a way I wonder if she feels that space with him. Like mm. with me, she can definitely talk. And similar to what your dad said, you know, we've talked about the attention that you get mm-hmm. um, when you dress a certain way and, and just being aware of it and noticing it. Um, but I'll uh, to be TBT, I'm gonna ask her that because Lord knows she done text me today talking about, Sending me different bikinis that she wants. Really? Was what like, These kind of cute? W- <laughs> they're cute. I was like, "Say less. Let me get you this dress from Old Navy. It's cute."
2: She's <laughs> and that's what made me sit. Cute. I was
0: like, "These are cute. Like they're benign. Like what? They're not string bikinis. They're, they're just not even like fresh. They're just no. Bikinis. They're like cute bikinis. And if she feels like sauntering around a little bit in it and is feeling her body and her energy, I would love it." To hear you know, her say have... that, though, and
2: to oh, and she for you guys, language that's... for that. Well,
0: but you got to gotta say I... get
2: some language. Let's get some language. Identify how you're feeling, Joe. That's such a great opportunity and exercise for her, especially to do with you. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Baby's it's growing. Exciting, I know, child. I looked at her and was like, "The fuck? She taller than you?" <laughs> Kid crazy, oh, just keep her at the school of Hogwarts, she'll be all right. she was like, I ain't feeling none of these guys, IT. They ain't it. I said, Say less, Joe. I get it. Me neither, praying for you. Damn it. High school, though.
0: I, oh, I'm excited for her high school. I'm excited for her to. I'm so excited for that kind of stuff. Like, girl, then what happened?
2: What'd she say? <laughs> I I I had I should have cleared this with you. I had promised her for her 13th birthday that I would take her to Sephora. Not get yeah, her, like, foundation, she- but, like, a no. little mascara. No? They
0: got clear mascara there?
2: She got to have clear mascara? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, then, no. No makeup. She's Maybe just skincare. Maybe like, skincare. Like care. eighth grade is, like, when you can do right. this. All right. Maybe skincare. Can she get skincare?
0: Yeah, she can get skincare. She can get the little clear mascara nice lip gloss i'm not wasting
2: my money on clear mascara that's not a why? thing. why a lip gloss i'll get her a lip gloss everybody had lip gloss back in the day
0: she got lip gloss now but
2: clear mascara childish <gasps> yeah.
0: let me tell you something though jojo can do a cat eye okay when i tell you when she learns how to put it on she's gonna put it on because she knows how to do a cat eye she plays around in the house i'm like
2: she cute. gonna fuck him up
0: Oh, my goodness. Her little omni eyes. I was like, wow. I'm going to send you a picture. I was like, Joe, what? All right, y'all. Well, get in a goddamn bed. Go to bed. Stop playing with me. That's what I said was, to her.
2: This was the episode. We're done. We're And tell us, what do you think? That's the bathing suit. That's cute. It's cute, right? That's cute. And it's like, full coverage. Oh, that's
0: cute. What, is that what she sent me? That's not what she sent me. This is what she sent me.
2: All right. Anyhow. Let's end the episode, Shanti. You Thank you all me.
0: very much for listening.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, bye.
5: Bye. You have just heard an Around Away Curls, John, Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around Away Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very
0: good.